How high's the water, mama? Two feet high and rise. How high's the water, papa? She said it's two feet high and rising. But we can make it to the road in a homemade boat Cause that's the only thing we got left that'll float It's already over all the wheat notes Two feet high and rising How high's the water, mama? Three feet high and rising How high's the water, papa? She said it's three feet high and rising Well, the hives are gone, I lost my bees Chickens are sleeping in the willow trees Cows in water up past their knees Three feet high and rising How high's the water, mama? Four feet high and rising How high's the water, papa? She said it's four feet high and rising Holy hell, we are trapped, Matt. We are cut off. Yeah, we are cut off. We can't drive the fuck out of this state. We, we can't get anywhere. The western part of the state's cut off from us, and we're cut off from them. Then we're cut off from the east. Yeah, we can't get anywhere. And the anywhere. south. Yeah, we'd have to drive slightly north, and then slightly east, and then slightly north, and then slightly east. We'd have to go to get to Kansas City, mind you. We can't even use... There are two ways to get from Omaha to Kansas City that yeah. are convenient. Yeah. Most convenient, I-29 direct south. Right. That is gone. Completely gone. It's, it's really washed gone. out, yeah. Then the other way, this is not the first time it's been washed out. A few years ago, we had some flooding down in Iowa and Missouri. Nothing that really affected us here, but it was enough to take out I-29. Yeah. So a lot of the times to get through Kansas City, we had to take, there were a couple of back highways and byways. Yeah. They take you actually through Nebraska and mainly through Kansas instead of Missouri. Right. And you can get there. Well, now those highways and byways are all gone. They are dead. Yeah. They are, there's nothing left. We would have to go to... Two hour, what is a three hour trip to Kansas City? Who's turned into now five hours? We'll have to do the two hours to Des Moines, and then, well, it's probably more than that because I think it's four hours from Des Moines to that's, Kansas City. That's assuming parts of Des Moines aren't currently underwater because yeah. that floods even more than us. Yeah, yeah. Who knows what they got going on over there? Yeah. Well, I'd like to welcome everybody. Now we are broadcasting live from the Great Lake of Nebraska in the middle of America, folks. You, got, you remember that Kevin Costner Waterworld movie? Maybe like that was more. Real that, that we thought. This man. is the I mean, asylum. Was, this is the asylum version. It's Water State. It's Water State. Because I, I was just gonna say, man, that movie was shit. But fuck, <laughs> it was a hell of a lot better than the Postman, at least. Oh yeah, well yeah, yeah. At least Dennis Hopper was all hopped up. And my God, man. Well, welcome to the Water State, aka the newest greatest lake of America, Nebraska. But remember, global warming's not a thing. It's a thing. This show will pollute listeners' ears with foul language, occasional sexually explicit content, and more irony than is allowed for single episodes. In the last several years, distributors of obscenity have expanded into new areas, employing new technologies and reaching new audiences. Neither our Constitution, our courts, our people, nor our respect for common decency and human suffering will allow this trafficking in obscene material. Cinema PsyOps. Which exploits women and men alike to continue. Sharing filth-laden desires on mic to warp the brains of listeners until they are all demented deviants. Current 
federal laws are being violated, and thus I am committed to redoubling the federal effort to ensure that those criminal elements who are trafficking in obscenity are pursued with a vengeance and prosecuted to the hill. The fact that society is becoming much more open now, uh, less repressed, and I think there's less need for... Cinema PsyOps. Without dignity, they shout into the void in a vain attempt to be loved. Living in this culture now where there's just icebergs of filth floating through every house on Wi-Fi, it's inconceivable what it must be like to be a young adolescent now with this kind of access to... Cinema PsyOps. It must be dizzying and exciting, but corrupting in a way that we can't even think about. A pirate ship with a tattered flag, sailing across seas of questionable movies while firing cannons of disdain. Cinema PsyOps. Long may she sail. Hello and welcome to Cinema PsyOps, currently broadcasting from deep within the great lake that is now Nebraska. We are covered in water. It's wet everywhere. Basements are now indoor pools. And coming to me right across from the desk, braving his way on a boat that he made himself from carving out his own front door, it's Matt. I watched a lot of info or documentaries about Cuba, uh-huh. and so that's how I got to make my boat. You were also inspired by the Johnny Cash song that I played to open that's the show. Right. That's that's right. That's right. And while we're all wet. That's a true story, actually. Johnny Cash's dad yeah. built a fucking makeshift raft for his family when it flooded in their yeah. area and got them out to safety on the front door. We made a yeah. boat out of the front door of their house. Fucking hardcore. Yeah. That's what you do. That's what you have to do when you're yeah. living in a place that floods that bad. Yes. And but, I never thought I'd know that. But now I do. Let's be realistic. The levees were doing a really good job the last couple of storms and craziness around yeah. the various rivers. It just so happened that... Like, like everywhere else in America, infrastructure is falling to shit, and it hasn't been upkept, and the levees failed. Notice that they, uh, we not only had bad uh, fucking flooding uh, the past couple weeks here, they've actually closed roads in our city because the potholes are so bad, the roads are unpassable. Yeah. So in a major metropolitan city, which, mind you, we've had a surplus. I don't know how major this metropolitan city is, but go on. It's major enough. (laughs) It's major enough for this point. I mean, it doesn't even get trashed in the Rampage video game, so how major can it be? Okay, true, but I'll tell you, <laughs> it's major enough for this point, uh-huh. and that is this. We have had a tax surplus for the last five years. Oh, yeah. Of millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. Now, yep. everyone's like, well, you gotta wait till the snow stops and it's not raining to fix potholes. That I get, but this has been a problem in this city for the last five years with potholes. Weird that you it would just, say that because we've had gets... the same na- mayor for the last five years. Oh, you mean that useless fucking cunt yeah <laughs> yeah now to be fair just because she's a woman doesn't mean that's why no, you're no, rough. no if this is a man doing the same thing she was doing he he'd would still also be a be useless, useless cunt. fucking cunt yes. Yeah. yes he would be a useless fucking cunt <laughs> it's not because she's a woman that has nothing to do with it my holy shit matt's big misogynistic flag was going off <laughs> but i forget to matt america is a bunch of cunts yeah we're all a bunch of cunts <laughs> and, and we're dealing with it. We're, we're earning all this now it's almost as if when you elect people who only want huge vanity projects so that they have something
something to hang their hat on uh-huh. and not actually take care of the real problems in the certain area they're over, that wait. bad things happen. Wait, wait. You're not talking about a wall here. You're talking about something having to do with our quote unquote Matt says she's a cunt mayor. Yes. You yes. Fucking but, misogynist. But but I, she she and our president are cut from the same cloth. Same racist cunty cloth. Cunty cloth. Because <laughs> while Trump just wants to throw money at a wall instead of our real problems, she wants to throw money at renovating our downtown little woodsy mall area and fill in the lake water the the water that's there and then just make it look nice instead of you know spending the money to fix the fucking roads yeah but all of her routes to get to the downtown area are perfectly fine matt yeah oh oh and and she wants to use rail car systems so god fucking useless cunt i'm telling you really i could get behind the rail car systems i can understand that but but they're not even gonna run from like a lot of areas they're just gonna run downtown uh-huh I mean, you still have to drive all the way downtown yeah but it, it, would you want your downtown you could literally walk anywhere because as you said this isn't that major of a metropolitan area yeah but the rail cars matt the rail cars they'll revitalize the shopping districts and connect the parts of town that are safe for the rich white folks and so they they don't have to walk through the parts of town that are not safe for the rich white folks. You know what would I, if she would not have done this, would have made it so you didn't need to revitalize shopping areas downtown? The fact that uh, every Friday night into Sunday or into Saturday and Sunday, you didn't have to pay to park downtown. If you found a parking spot where like the tolls, uh, not tolls, the uh, meters are, uh-huh. they were just turned off. She turned them fucking on. <laughs> Yeah. For a whole entire weekend. So now we had people who wanted to just go down and enjoy themselves, have to worry about how much money they're putting in their fucking meters. Up until five. It's not all night, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, still, though. Holy shit. Yeah, on weekends, that's a bit outrageous. Especially if you work down there. Because we're not a major metropolitan area. No, but she is just the fucking cuntiest cunt (laughs) that ever cunted. That ever cunted. You are salty. What has I triggered am. you tonight? I mean, besides the fact that we're swimming I mean, to everywhere we need swimming, to go. We're swimming everywhere we're going. I, we're Mario karting around potholes spent, everywhere. I spent yesterday drinking leprechaun piss for fucking eight hours. And, oh, and it was St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah. I, I had to the do, two are mutually exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm just drinking leprechaun piss, you know, <laughs> just, to, just to take heed from that raw and Rex piss that I'm usually drinking. <laughs> and then this week, I have coming up March Madness and I always take the first two days off of work for that so I at least have that looking forward to which is nice so I got that going for me which is nice but what that means is because I'm going to have some enjoyment in my life for fucking once uh-huh. it means work's going to be extra shitty for me because it's going to be a short week <laughs> so I've already because people somebody let my schedule slip out that I was going to take two days off this week the last two days of the week off uh-huh. and, uh, at my work and yeah. now I've been inundated and just brain fucked with messages like on a constant level of oh this thing that I've been living with for the past three months now is unlivable. Because you're going to be gone in yeah. the last two days of this week and you yeah. have to deal with it now. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, I gave you a workaround for that because I told you our new operating system isn't working with that software, so the engineers just have to find a fix. Yeah, but that workaround doesn't work for me anymore. So it doesn't work. No, no, it works, but it doesn't work for me. You know what I mean? I don't want to have to do it. No, I don't I don't get, go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> but in a cus- Your slight inconvenience does not trump everybody else's problem. How about this? Go fuck yourself, but in a customer service way. Because I pride myself on my customer service. So so I always say it nicely. Like, kindly go fuck yourself. See? It's kindly. I told them to kindly go fuck yourself. In all sincerity, please forcibly insert your problems into your own anus. (laughs) 
and enjoy it. Smile and, and maintain then, eye contact. And when you're finished, tell me it was a lovely tea party. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, yeah, factor and everything else. It's fucked. Everything's just fucked. Yeah, we're all stressed. We're all pissed. Yeah. I'm, but at least the weather's getting nicer. Uh-huh. And, you know, we're not getting blizzards again. Eventually, yeah. the potholes are going to get fixed. Yes. Although. I what? actually already saw some tonight on my way over here. That were, were bad some? ones that were covered up. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And and the cunt did do something nice in which everyone who was making claims to the city for their car repairs. Yeah. She was like, well, we're not going to honor that. We're not. She finally came out to, well, it was not nice. It's self-preservation. She probably got the numbers back in her re-election chances. So she, <laughs> she came out today saying anything from, because I know they must have done a lot of fixing today. She's like, anything you know, any claims made from January 1st to today, they're going to honor and they'll cover. Well, yeah. 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 But, but only the claims that were made near her neighborhood. Probably. Well, my whole thing is you sit there and you go, wow, that's finally just something nice. And then you think about it and go, well, wait, if the, she said no at first, the only reason she's saying yes now is probably because some fucking nerd sat in front of her the sheet of numbers saying, spelling it out for a fucking dumbass, saying, okay, this means that you're not going to get reelected next time up, which means you can't overcharge everyone on their property tax taxes again and get all that money and pocket it somehow and we're probably gonna fucking find out six years down the road when you get fucking indicted for this for probably allegedly em- allegedly embezzling millions of dollars and uh, then you're gonna be found guilty and you'll have to serve three hours of community service and you then really you go need home. To, you really need to get on darren's podcast for this <laughs> horse shit of yours you just want to spout off a bunch of political horse shit that nobody wants to hear on this show probably not so that sorry you, I, you I, need I to be on out. the psychosemantic cast for this stuff. I, bl- I blacked out there for a second. <laughs> where, where are we? What are we doing? Is the review over? Yeah, you were actually making sense and making good valid points. That's clearly <laughs> not you. That's not me. I blank out. <laughs> It's weird. When I get blackout drunk, when I wake up, uh, I'm like, oh my God, what happened? I embarrass myself. And everyone's like, actually, you were anti you. You made actually really quaint observations and you were quite nice to be around. Yeah, that's uh, when I know I need to start forcing water down your throat yeah, when, yeah, you're, you're, when like, you're pleasant oh God, and enjoyable. He's, he's going to be way bad. <laughs> he's going to regret this tomorrow. I should be a good friend while he's being nice. This hangover is going to be shit. <laughs> well, speaking of hangovers that are going to be shit, holy fuck, the lead singer in the band in the movie Hellbent. Yeah, that's going to be one hell of a hangover. Segway. Yes. <laughs> it was a good one, too. Okay, we're going to... into that cough syrup, Yeah, we're going to dig into yeah, all of yeah, the various yeah, yeah. chemicals that these guys are abusing because hey, you guys, had to have been jealous of shit. It's going to be a shit ton of clips this week <laughs> because we're speaking fucking English this week and we have words. The actual dialogue <laughs> in a movie. There's dialogue and said dialogue is in motherfucking English. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, Matt was pulling like 30-second clips. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, there's speaking i almost cried <laughs> it's so wonderful there's actual dialogue and then i listened to what they're saying in the dialogue and then i cried again for a different reason all right did you recognize anybody in the film i recognize the guy who's supposed to be the quote-unquote the devil not to you know ruin it okay well now they, <laughs> they pretty much give that away in yeah, the trailer i've seen that like a whole shit ton i've seen him in a whole shit ton of stuff yeah yeah i'm a big fan of that actor but does this feel familiar to any other movies that we've watched recently within the last like year or so <laughs> Maybe a serial killer with a President Nixon mask? Yeah, yeah. Which one is that? Horror House on Highway 5. Oh, my God. This is the one that everybody said was his next film that we need to watch. Oh, yeah. Holy shit, your head's smoking with the revelations. Uh, no, it's actually because I spent all day outside yesterday, and it's the first time I've done that since I shaved my head. <laughs> and now I got sunburn on my head. So You're now like an orange jaundice board. I, 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 I cooked myself. <laughs> 
I'm not orange, goddammit. I'm not the fucking Cheeto, all right? I'm, I'm blistery red. <laughs> all right, folks, while you picture Matt's shaved, blistery red head that looks absolutely nothing like a penis, dis- despite uh, the sl- slit down the middle. And I totally missed the joke that I was going to say, hey, man, you know, we're all wet down here, you know, but now we're doing the podcast, and so we're going to make you all wet right now. <laughs> all right. Until you guys are done vomiting Never for know, that there's imagery. Some, there's some of us who are, <laughs> some of them probably into it, you know? Not if they could actually see your face. No. Well, no, no, that's why I don't show that. Nobody we're gonna, wants to see we're that. We're going to take a little break here. We're going to play a promo for a podcast that I'm about to guest on. I'm actually recording with them tomorrow. Oh, nice. I'm super stoked, although they're a clean podcast, so I'm a little worried. Oh, yeah. You can't say fuck. Or shit. Or shit. You got to get it out of here. Or call my mayor a cunt. Yeah, you can't call her a fucking useless cunt. Or my president a useless <laughs> cunt. Because he's also a useless cunt. Yeah, so I might as well get it all worked out. Yeah, get it out of here. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to do that on this show. We're going to play a little bit of music befitting of Hellbent. And when we come back, we will have an actual fucking trailer this week. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it's like our show's back. The bond between father and son has been magical throughout time. Precious moments spent together shape not only the son, but the father as well. Their contributions to the world will benefit all humanity. However, this does not apply to Dan and Brennan on the Corrupted Youth Podcast. This father and son duo explore the latest blockbusters, classic genre films, and the schlockiest of Golden Age VHS rental store flicks in spoiler-heavy fashion. What a couple of dongles. If you'd like to hear Dan and Brennan's precious father-son moments flushed away like so many turds, listen to the Corrupted Youth Podcast, available on Podomatic and Apple Podcasts. there's very few redeemable characters in this actual movie and i'm pretty sure they're all people that are going to hell so i'm okay with all of that i don't think there's one redeemable character in this movie yeah not even the fucking baby because that shit was annoying well don't blame the baby i mean don't put the baby in crack dens and you know they'll be fine but that's a place for babies that's where babies belong is in crack den you you should never be in charge of children <laughs> duh okay don't just sell them for spare parts don't do that either <laughs> okay do you know what i can do man What's that? Play this trailer. Let's ride. Enter the garbage through my restless head. Cause I'm a devil child. Yes, I'm Satan's son. Cause I'm a devil 
sure we're ready for a big-time manager like you, Mr. Tannis. Maybe we should uh, go alone for a while. What do you think? You don't want success, do you, Lemmy? You just want to hang around going nowhere. I doubt that any of this immortal soul stuff is even legal. No! So that trailer really kind of sets up what you're about to get yourself into. Fucking babies for parts. What is wrong with you? What? You can't do that. Well, can I sell adults for parts? Did they sign off on it? Let's just say yes. Well, then that's fine. That's their own fucking business. What if adults sign babies off for parts? Like it's you know, their they babies. They can't do that. No, no. But if they own them. No, they don't. Nobody owns a baby. If you give birth to a baby, don't you own it? No. How do you not own it? You're a guardian of it. Okay. But a, a parent is like an owner. No, a parent is supposed to be a protector do we need to go see the counselor again are you okay as long as it's not counselor dan i think i'll be just fine yeah no it's not counselor dan all right we're gonna work this out but in yeah. the meantime let's right. let's, do let's the just notes. get to the notes yeah, let's, all let's, right let's do this fucking a yeah all right uh hellbent at first i um looked up because i always look at the movie <clears throat> in a 2004 horror movie kept showing up yes. i literally had to do 19 late 80s 1988 yeah and then it showed up yeah Alright, so we start out in the desert and this dude's drinking what looks to be cough syrup uh, while doing uh, Good whoa, reason for that. Whoa, Black Betty, Babalab. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, Babalab, Babalab. Black Betty. Babalab. Whoa. Yeah, uh, another man walks up and he says it's time to ride. <laughs> yeah. So then we get the opening credits. Alright, so we see uh, another guy and he walks into an apartment and he's talking to a girl who's, uh, and uh, his name is apparently Lemmy and he's to a girl named Angel who's uh, only in her uh, bra and panties right now. So thank you, movie, for that. But yeah. also, fuck you, movie. That guy does not deserve the name Lemmy. No, 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 he does not. How dare soil the name Lemmy? So first of all, this main <laughs> character being called Lemmy, yeah. and not being anywhere near as cool as Lemmy, yeah. First strike. Yes, right. <laughs> I'm angry at this. Anyway, he's saying he's working on a song called Van Gogh's Ear. So you already know he's a pretentious douche nozzle. Yeah. I, I got a, another strike here going yeah. on that he's supposed to be a punk rocker, but yeah. there are very pretentious punk rockers out yeah. there. So, yeah. yeah. Bango's here. I, I get what he's going for. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously. You're supposed to love a prostitute so much that you cut a piece of yourself off and send it to her. We've all been there. We've all been there. I understand the need, man, but I'm not writing a song about but, it. Listen, we were all teenagers once. We uh, cut to a club scene and the band is playing and you see all these people and then. Is it supposed to be moshing? Is that what they're doing? They're supposed to be moshing? We're at strike number two. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. There are plenty of movies that have accurately portrayed what it's like to be in a, in, in a punk show or in an yeah. underground rock show or a really dangerous, crazy, insane type of show like that where the audience is moshing and beating on each other. Mm-hmm. And then there's someone who watched it on the news once and believed all the hype and then made this scene. Uh-huh. That's exactly what it feels like. I see. I never go to live concerts for this very reason. This is exactly what they try to portray as the violence where like you know there's people fighting and pulling knives on each other and stuff yeah. and the choreography's bad the band is performing on a stage that is basically just a loft area with bars in front of it that part was kind of okay I suppose because I've seen weirder clubs Yeah, but the way that they were trying to make it look for these punk shows and how it's all dangerous and stuff they're obviously 
amping it up and everything. But there's plenty of other places that have done that and made it look better, better and more believable. Yeah. You know what it rang of to me? What? Those Christian fucking scare films that they used to play at my mom's church. This is what to, happens. To when ter- yeah, to terrify you and to keep you away from the rock and roll. This is what happens when you let that devil Elvis Presley into your ear. The kids start listening to the rock and or roll, and the next thing you know, they're off with the black kids in cars making out and having some marijuanas. You may call it a bikini. I call it going too far. Next. <laughs> you may call it a bikini. I call it wearing too much clothing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> you hear that, ladies? <laughs> Just, I mean, we want you to be free. Nobody should chain you down like that. I'm a huge proponent of freeing the nipple. Yeah. Free those boobies. Absolutely. I mean, there's boobs. No big deal. I think, take it I think men should be required to wear shirts at all times, and uh, women should be allowed to be topless anytime they want. I agree with you. All right. <laughs> if you run for office, that's a platform I can get behind. Oh, that's a platform I definitely can get behind. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see here. We see the same guys who are out in the desert, and they are out on the street in the car waiting uh, for somebody. It looks like they're looking for somebody. And they help set up a guy on a motorcycle, put him in like a Santa hat, all this other shit. Because seemingly it's right around Christmas time. So the guy drinking the cough syrup, do you recognize him from Howard? house on highway five now i don't but i knew i recognized him from something he was one of the brothers the one that spouted off all this shit about the scientist that was like a nazi rocket scientist that Uh, was actually like the sun or whatever yeah that was working on it and i guess the nazi rocket scientist is the guy running around killing people in the nixon mask yeah as far as i can remember Uh uh-huh yeah that was fucking horrific (laughs) that movie was so bad it came back around to being brilliant Put all the way around to the suck meter. It sucked so bad, it got good. Yeah, essentially. Uh, we go back to the band, and then there's a guy who whips out a gun, starts pointing it at people like while they're playing music. And yeah, this this really does just scream of fucking you know fear tactics. You know, yeah, it's it's the equivalent of a Christian scare film trying to show you the dangers of punk rock and or roll. Yeah, yes. Uh, want to dance with uh, black kids and soon they want to live with them. <laughs> That what's wrong with that? Um, they'll well. start smoking the marijuanas, <laughs> and then they'll become creative free spirits that are into beat poetry. Okay, now beat poetry. Yeah, is going that too is far. bad. I'm a little worried. Yeah. I'm a little worried about that. I want to have that happening to me. Mostly because that's a horrible career choice and also a bad style of poetry. They cut back to outside. We see a guy. He's uh, leaving this place, and motorcycle guy comes up and guns him down. He kills him and a woman bystander. Um, Reminiscent of scenes from New Jack City in that yeah. it's on a motor motorcycle and people are killed yes and except for all the good movie baggage well that had judd nelson in that scene so that drops the good movie baggage just a little bit dude judd nelson's fucking harsh man (laughs) just because it's in a kevin smith film does not make it true (laughs) it's just true what's wrong with judd nelson it was hot rod it was hot rod okay so he did the voice of hot rod yeah that was fucking awesome okay all right and ben affleck was the bomb in phantoms (laughs) fucking hey man now we're talking uh all right so the uh main guy from the car he actually meets up with Lemmy, and that is our very first clip. What's a clip? You call me? Who are you? What are you, what are you doing? I thought you called me. You didn't call me? I don't even know you. I guess you don't know me. Let me introduce myself. My name is Tannis. Maybe you heard of me. I'm a businessman. You got no okay act, but I think you're going nowhere. So if you want to be commercial, I think I can get some money behind you. Tannis. I have heard of you. I... You you managed the Red Dogs for a while, right? They had a, they had a couple of gold records. And then the, the lead singer was killed in a car accident. His girlfriend's head was severed or something. It's a painful memory for me. I heard they're trying to get out of their contract. I never heard that story. 
Well, I'm not sure we're ready for a big-time manager like you, Mr. Tannis. Maybe we should uh, go alone for a while. What do you think? You don't want success, do you, Lemmy? You just want to hang around going nowhere. There's still time, Lemmy. Still time left to make a deal. You can find me at the bar Sinister. You know where that is. I know where that is. Tannis, I don't understand why you want to get involved with this rock and roller. Do you really think he's going to be commercial? You didn't hear his music. This is Satan's son, the devil's child. Show him exactly what that means. See, I take this shit personally. Well, all right. Let's fuck him up. No. Let's let him fuck himself up. So, apparently Tannis is the devil. He's getting pissed at this can, kid's... Can we just talk about the stuff that's super obvious at the beginning where you don't have to worry about the whole spoiling thing? Yeah. Besides the fact of that, but after the guy gets killed and he falls over, the word Santa turns into Satan on the ground. I know. And look at the word Tannis. The name Tannis? Yeah, it's Satan. Yes. Yeah. With some letters juxtaposed. Yeah. Not only is it juxtaposed, they did it the way the conspiracy theorists love to do shit, where they make a name and spell it backwards and then flip two letters. Yeah. That's exactly how they did it. He Voldemorted his name. Kind of, but we don't speak that name. No. It's, it's you know who. There's hey, 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 hey. There's no power in a name, man. I ain't scared. Fear of the name only brings more fear of the person. <laughs> God, I got sexy for a second Yeah, there. you really did. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Let's get a crumpet or two. <laughs> I will not be doing a British last voice ever again. I would not. <laughs> Lest I want some guys. Yeah. <laughs> At the man's funeral, a woman wonders why this would happen. Uh, as she and her husband leave, the gang comes in and they threaten another man who seems to be friends with the dead man about uh, money. So, nothing good there. Yeah, don't embezzle from a gang. That's always stupid. That's Yeah, that's dumb. You're always going to get caught. I've You're never... always going to die horribly. Yeah. Let me and the band can't record as they are now locked out of the studio for owing too much money. And they are now in fear that the demo tapes will be deleted. Let me meets with Tannis again, and that is our next clip. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so what is it that you want to see me about? Um, we, want to, we want to do it. We want to sign with you. Um, we need a cash advance up front, show of good faith. This guy's a loser, Tannis. All he wants is cash. He handles my contracts. What are you looking at? <clears throat> this says, in exchange for worldly success, you're going to have possession of my immortal soul. It's my standard contract. Is it a joke? All we want is a manager. If you can... Get some money behind us, and then get us out of debt, maybe get us some gigs, buy us some studio time, then uh, we'll give you 10%. I should have known. Uh, I get 15% and expenses off the top. But this is this is just a management deal, right? None of this immortal soul jazz. No, that was just a little joke. Well, Tannis, I don't know what your trip, I don't care what your trip is. If you can just get behind us, give us some positive direction, that's all that matters, yes? You're in good hands, Lemmy. Let's shake on it. Don't we, uh, don't we need to sign something? Ah, uh, not for this one. Handshake's good enough for me. We can always close that other deal later. Of course, you and I don't believe in anything so medieval as an immortal soul, do we? But actually, between you and me, I doubt that any of this immortal soul stuff is even legal. Hey, Lenny, you mind going out that way, please? He's a fucking asshole. Wow. Wow. All right. <laughs> Lots to unpack here. When he goes into the bar, there is a uh, naked girl there who's kind of like chained up. Yeah. Yeah. So I know a lot of our uh, listeners uh, would be into seeing that. So that that's a definite thank you movie thank for you me. Movie. Yeah. The bartender has some massive boobs. Also a thank you movie. Yeah. Thank you movie. And then when they're downstairs, the girl's like, what are you looking at? She's actually topless the whole time. Running around. Yeah. Running around. That's another thank you thank movie. Thank you movie. Although she's leaving a situation where she is distressed, sexually speaking, from 
not wanting to do what the guy was going to pay her to do. Yeah. For whatever pornography he was going to make. Yeah. So that's kind of a not thank you movie. But at one point, she's done being stressed and is just pissed and trying to get dressed and then yeah. is upset that someone's looking at her, even though she's standing there clearly naked. She, it's okay, because even, like, the Satan helped her to get her out of there, you know? Yeah, that, that's strike three for this film and it's now out for me because you think satan wouldn't, wouldn't help somebody like that it's my biggest gripe now i can get over the fact that they use the name lemmy because maybe they just didn't know any better or maybe they thought they were paying tribute but they obviously didn't make this guy lemmy enough to be lemmy well you I, you know not even a little bit no not even close the inaccurate portrayal of the underground music slash punk scene whatever the fuck they were trying to say or show and how violent and disturbing and weird it is sure maybe that's just somebody who's never actually been through it or maybe they just couldn't afford to actually do it I'll let that go. Yeah. But the biggest strike is the handling of Satan. And I'm saving that for my final thoughts, but I just want to state it here. I very disappointed and not because of the actor's portrayal. Yeah. It's the writing that bugs me. It's the writing in this movie that really kind of does that. For and, Satan's specifically for the character who is supposed yeah. to be Satan. And the, really actor, bugs me. the actor who plays Lemmy uh, is okay. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll move on. Yeah. 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 It's going to be bad. Uh, the man from the funeral is at home with his wife and son. He gets a visit from the gang and they want to know where their money is or what happened to Joe Green will happen to him. He says that he doesn't have their money and that Mel has the money. And, uh, but when he comes to the side, he talks to his wife. We find out Mr. Jones has been embezzling money from the gang as he's been handling their business situations. And he says a lot of money falls through the cracks. So he just takes that money. Yeah. They don't know what all the money that's coming in. So he's just been skimming it off of the top. Unfortunately, they've realized it now. They will always notice it. Yeah. They will always notice it. Exactly. What the fuck, idiot? I don't know. Don't steal. So many guys who get so smart, criminals. they think they're going to be able to steal from the stealers. Well, you can steal from a criminal, but they have no legal recourse for your theft, so they're just going to kill you. Exactly. And everything you've ever loved. Uh huh. Usually in front of you before they kill you. Exactly. Uh, the gang take Bell in a car and start pounding him, saying they want his money. He says that Jones has the money. Wait, by pounding him, do you mean like having sex with him? No. Or? No, like with a stick. They're like hitting them. Oh, they're beating on them. Yeah, beating them. But not in a sexual way. But not in a sexual way. I mean, not yet at least. Um, He says Jones has the money, and actually the money's all tied up now with their business partners because it has to be laundered directly. Well, the game pulls him out and tell him to run. He runs, and they shoot him dead. So now they're on to this guy, Jones. Yes. Who they were already on to, and Jones led them to Mel. So Yeah, Jones passed them off on to Mel, and then Mel's like, no, it's Jones that has it so and essentially it, Jones ratted out Mel to buy himself some time yeah or hoping that that would work the gang visits Lemmy at the studio and get him uh drinking can some, we please call him fake Lemmy this yeah. is fucking bugging me FL well the gang gets FL at the studio and they get him to drink in some cough syrup chasing it with whiskey which is essentially this Satan's whole entire thing he's yeah. pissed off that the guy claimed to be the devil's child and basically is stealing his brand if you will or ruining his brand or weakening his brand. Yeah. So now they're going to fuck up his life, but the way that they're doing it is making him fuck it up himself. So they're just basically getting him involved in drugs and alcohol. Now, also cough syrup and some other things. And yeah. it's like, why the fuck are you going along with this? Like, did they put some kind of spiritual hex on him to make no, him go for it? Because I can tell he's already the kind of guy who's going to want to be cool. And he probably views these guys as the cool kids. So he is basically the equivalent of a beret-wearing yeah. uh, B-poet who's going to do the marijuanas just because it'll make him cool to smoke the reefer cigarette. Yeah, with all the bad kids. Angel and Lemmy uh, have a heart-to-heart, -heart, and that is our next clip. What are you doing after the show, Lemmy? You want to come over to my place? Got a tape of blow-up. Have you seen it? Yeah, I mean, I, I like that. Um, 
Gannis is having a little party after the show. I thought maybe we could go there. Lemmy, that guy is a creep. I don't even know why we have to mess around with him in the first place. That guy got us all the studio time we want. That guy gave us our freedom. Lemmy, there's something wrong with this whole thing. Oh, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Now, What's wrong all you? the things that we wanted, all the things that were just out of our grasp, our freedom, our money, studio time, rehearsal Lemmy, time, the all guy that. Is no, no, a jerk. No, no, wait, listen to me. Listen to me. Are you listening to me? Studio time, money, rehearsal time, exposure. You understand me? I can't go on. I can't go on. Would you? Be, I can't go on. Would you be serious? Cut what? it out! All that stuff. What is, is wrong with you, Lemmy? It's because of him. It's all. It's within our grasp now. We can get all that stuff. Candace did that. The guy's an asshole. Come on, Lemmy. Yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. I'm so glad to be back home. You're not even listening. And what's your suggestion? Look, just come over to my place, Lemmy. Forget him. Just come over to my place, please. Let's go to the party for a little while and then go to your place. You guys about ready to go on? I can't go on. I can't go on. This guy's not acting very well as being drunk or on drugs. No. And there's a good reason for that. The actor stated that he doesn't drink and he's also never done drugs. So he was just having to guess on how that would be. Yeah. Well, he guessed wrong. <laughs> very, very wrong. Yeah. But for the time frame that he's acting in, in the 80s, I have seen other people who are supposed to be more professional actors do this sort of thing. Yeah, I guess you're right. So like I, I didn't bug me as much as him being called Lemmy because he's not Lemmy. He's not even close to being like Lemmy and the character is not a tribute to Lemmy. Yeah, well, for me, it was just like a whole bunch of the, you listen to me, listen to me, you listen to me, I can't go on, I can't go on. That's bullshit. When you're really fucked up, all you want to do is go in front of people and make an ass out of yourself. Not necessarily. Not everybody's that way. Well, most of them are. <laughs> Don't you tell me how to live. I'm not telling you how to live, I'm just telling you that your way to live is not the way that everybody else lives. Well, it should be. Alright. <laughs> so, it's concert time and they're doing their show. Uh, again, some more weird scenes the crowd one guy headbutts a watermelon yeah that made absolutely uh, no sense one guy takes chains and starts beating another guy down with it and bloodies <sighs> him up yeah again horseshit let me takes out a snake and then mocks killing well he kills it in the movie you know yeah but he kills a snake yeah on yeah did you notice ox from saved by the bell bit somebody in that scene yes <laughs> yes <laughs> my god <laughs> Oh, Ox, what you do at night when you're not at Bayside <laughs> is horrible. Jesus Christ, is this why Zach keeps you around? Apparently. Right, yeah, I would. I would submit to you that Zach is probably the real Tannis. Oh, yeah, right? Zach, Zach is. Morris is trash. Yep, Zach Morris is trash. Uh, at the after party, Tannis introduces Lemmy to a girl named Michelle. He goes, do you know the Beatles? She goes, no, I've never heard of them. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> how, how do, listen, man. Everyone's heard of the Beatles. I don't care who you are. You've at least heard of them. I'm not saying everyone likes the Beatles. I'm just saying everyone's heard of the Beatles. It's kind of hard to escape them. They've been in everything and inundated pop culture for like damn near half a century. Yeah. No, it's been a half a century now yeah. at least. I'm yeah. just saying. I'm not saying everyone. I'm not saying like the statement everyone likes the Beatles. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying everyone knows who the Beatles are. Everybody should know who the Beatles exist. Yeah. Yeah. They've even been. Some of them have been on the Simpsons. Then the next level stupid is when people go, why don't they do concerts anymore? <laughs> <laughs> half yeah. of them are dead, motherfucker. The other half should be. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, did I say that out loud? Yeah, man. Oops. <laughs> you better hope nobody really likes the Beatles who listens to us. Nah. It should get serious to them. That's the caffeine talking. That's good. Uh, they, uh, he then walks over to Angel and he gives her a pill. Uh, as uh, she was sitting there having to listen to uh, Tannis' 
his secondhand man rattle on about stupid shit. Are we just going to skip the part where he's rolling around on the floor with a black girl making nope, out? That with comes her? up next. I thought that. Oh, nope, wait, he, he, gives her, her he, gives her, he gives her two pills. Okay. Yes, okay. And then he walks back over to the, uh, the African American lady. They get down on the floor and they start just rolling around making out. Doesn't her tit pop out in one of the scenes? God, I, if it did, I missed it because oh. it must be really quick. So now I'm going to have to go back and check. I imagined boobs, but yeah, I, guess. I mean, I was e- open. Either way, she was a lovely lady. So thank you, movie, for that weird scene. Thank you, movie. Yeah, apparently fucking in the middle of the floor uh, in front of everybody is something that this guy, Lemmy, now does, which is probably <laughs> the most Lemmy thing that this fake Lemmy has ever yes. done. Uh, so anyway, Angel and Lemmy are then on the roof and they are talking. And that is our next clip. What did you give me? I think I might have had too much of this shit. What the fuck were you doing rolling around the floor with that girl like that? It didn't mean anything. Did you get it? No, I don't get it. It's, it's like the ear, Van Gogh's ear. You see? I get the horror part. I don't get the ear part. It's the man's ear. Van Gogh's ear. He cut, he cut it in the man's ear. No, I don't get the ear. Fuck the ear. You gotta be crazy. Fuck you. I love you so much. Fuck I want to be fucking nuts. All right, then. Yeah, when you cut out all the dead space of these clips, they become even shorter. Exactly. Uh, Lemmy and Angel are totally fucked up in the studio now. Uh, They're both really fucking gone. Um, The gang comes walking in, and they're bringing guns in there. And Lemmy starts shooting up the fucking studio like an asshole. Yeah, pretty much everything that Lemmy does from this point on is the... It's an asshole move. Yeah, but it's also exaggerated, crazy rock and roll frontman thing. He's trying to live the image of what he thinks he should be. You know, if he's going to claim that he's the devil's child and all that horse shit, yeah. then he's going to try and really live that. And again, how much of this is influenced by Tannis's men tricking him into doing more drugs and more outrageous stuff and bringing him along on all this evil shit that he's supposed to be involved in now? And how much of it is a spiritual influence where because he's made a handshake deal, he's now partially owned by Tannis? Yeah. A.K.A. Satan. I, I really think none of that. He's not under any mind control. He's just a shithead who is allowing cough syrup to ruin his life. <laughs> Hey, man, if I had a dollar for every person that let cough syrup ruin their life, I could afford my cough syrup habit. Oh, fuck it. Uh, the game then uh, takes Lemmy and Angel and they head to Jones, the Jones's residence. And they, they actually give a call to Mr. Jones. And that is our next clip. Did you write any notes? Jesus no, Christ. No, fuck that. They're fucking dialogue. Hello? Hello, Mr. Jones. Who is this? Who is this? It's your creditors, that's who. Where's our hundred thousand? Look, you're gonna have to take that up with Mel. I can't take it up with Mel. That fucking guy's dead. What? Yeah, no shit. This guy's a panic. Look, you get us the money by tomorrow, or we'll kill you. We'll kill your family, the whole thing. Goodbye. Hello? Oh, he's making a phone call. Let's listen in. Oh, Mrs. Jones, please. Hi, honey, it's me. Look, I, I want you to listen to me carefully. I'm, uh, I'm having a little more trouble than I expected. Yeah, it's about that deal, but... Look, don't panic. Just just listen to me. In our safe deposit box, there's a passbook for a numbered account in the Cayman Islands. Now, there's over a couple hundred thousand dollars in that account. Now, if I'm not around or if anything should happen to me, I want you to take that money. Hello? Hello? Sal? Uh-oh. He got set up to tell them where everything is. Yep. Idiot. Uh-oh. Skittios. Anyway, the game takes the baby away and then kills Mr. Jones. Uh, the wife comes home to find no baby and a dead husband. Uh, Score! Yes. Lemmy's in the car and he starts vomiting up in the car and... Uh, Just showing how much more he's deteriorated. One of the weird guys starts sniffing shit out of his uh, paper bag, so... like That's the guy from Horror House on yes. Highway 5. Uh, they're pretty much telling 
smiling. Let me, hey man, you were there. You're just as guilty as we are of this. So yes, because he was there. That's yeah. how that works. If you, you are, are part of a group that commissions a felony or does a felony, and you are part of that group, yeah. Even if you just ride there and then ride back, you're part of it. You're just as guilty. Congratulations. Yeah, you are a murderer. <laughs> well, or at least a conspir- you're an accessory to or a conspiracy yeah. to commit murder. Yes. All right. Lemmy uh, tries to wake up Angel, and that is our hey. next clip. Wake up. These people are fucking maniacs. They just killed a guy. Where the fuck are we? Did you hear what I said? They blew his brains out. Angel, they blew a guy's brains out. You got blood and puke all over your shirt. What happened to you? You probably pissed your goddamn pants, too. You don't even care that they killed this guy? See, I didn't do it. You're the one that was there, not me. What are you trying to do to me? Oh, God! That's unfortunate. <laughs> is it? Because she then proceeds to beat the living fuck out of him, and that was entertaining. And then she cuddles him. Yeah, that was not so good. No. Anyway, uh, and I'm sorry for this, but the uh, cops are talking to Mrs. Jones the next day, and that is again our next clip. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is your gun, or at least it was registered to your husband, but we don't think it was used in the crime. No, the gun is okay. See, parts of his skull and his brain tissue were scattered around the pool area, but the larger portion of his cranial mass was left intact, which tells us that that was a small caliber weapon. In fact, we found nine millimeter bullets. Thank you. Yeah, if it had been that gun, which is a 44 caliber, his head would have exploded like a ripe cantaloupe. Hey. Take it easy. Have some respect. Oh, I'm sorry. Things get abstract. I lost touch. Please forgive me. Uh, She's love so it. fucking heartless. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, things were abstract. I lost touch. Uh, Lenny wakes up after a nightmare, and uh, and he is outside, kind of having a cigarette. And Tannis' secondhand man comes in, and while Lemmy says he needs to get his head right, he pretty much talks him out of getting his head right and convinces him to stay fucked up. So good job. <laughs> he has your willpower. I swear, my willpower is solid. Anybody sure, have, it anybody is. Have any beer? I need some beer. Man. It's getting bad. No, I don't have beer, but here, you should try drinking this cough syrup. Oh, yay. Mm. It's like seven shots every time you chug it. Is that a big fucking Q? Look at that. It's nice. <laughs> little N, little I. Big fucking Q. <laughs> uh, Lemmy then bursts into the studio, and that is our next clip. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's the last one for a while. Hey, guys, look, look. We're doing Hellbound Train, okay? And a hole opens up in the ceiling. An angel comes down hanging from a rope, and she's wearing a chain like a dog, you know? And she gets down, and Lemmy's leading her around the stage. Lemmy's being a real bad guy. He's being very decadent, and this is a, this is a persona, huh? But then the tables are turned. Lemmy gets his comeuppance, and he's in the dog collar. Angel gets him in it, and he has to get, there's this big scaffold of amplifiers, and Lemmy is taken to the very top. And then the rope comes down again, the same one like Angel was on, but this time it's a noose, and Lemmy sticks his head through there, and he keeps singing because the band is still cranking the song on the stage. <laughs> Would that be a kick to have a fat lady on the stage playing a tuba? No, where the fuck was I? The news? You're in the news? I was in the news? I was in a fucking news? News? God, fuck me. How about this? You puke in your shoes, then you put your shoes on your hands, and then you crawl across the stage. 
I get it. You guys are being facetious. Yes. Yes, they are. So what they're trying to do now is show all the crazy, stupid drug ideas that people who are on a lot of drugs and think they're being creative at the same time come up with. Yeah. I mean, how are they going to cut a hole in the ceiling of a regular venue when they're not even that big yet? Lower a rope down with one of the people in it and then do all the shit that he wants to do. They're not even playing a venue that they can pull something like that off yet. Yeah, right. Mrs. Jones finds the sinister bar and then... Bar sinister. Bar sinister. I'm sorry. <laughs> then goes back to her house. It gets all freaking hardcore up, you know, looking like a eh. woman out. For the movie, she's supposed to she's be She's dressed up like yeah. a lady going out for the night. She's not all hardcore up. You know that that's what the movie was trying to convey. <sighs> Just saying. That's what the movie was trying to do. Maybe, but yeah, that's not a... that's. It's, it's not really hardcore up. It's an 80s fucking evening dancing dress thing that she's wearing. And she, here's what she did. Earrings. She put on a black glittery dress, spiked up her hair, uh, and then put on really stark lipstick. And some dangly earrings. Yeah. 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 Um, and, but she also grabbed her husband's gun. Not his gun, but his handgun. His, not everything's a penis, Court. That's gotta be a clip. <laughs> Shut up. Are you talking about penises? No, not this time. Go. We'll let you know when we're talking about penises. It always comes back to dick. Not always, but yeah. Alright. So, she enters the bar and strikes up a convo with uh, Tana's uh, man who's the he's the glue sniffer yeah and also yeah. the guy from Horror House yes. on Highway 5 yeah uh, she states that she's having some really big problems with her car and she convinces him uh, to come out and check it out he's kind of an asshole about she it. actually like, it tinkered start. with the car to make it look like yeah. it wasn't working like she faked it yeah yes and it won't start and he's like oh it won't start and she said if you give her a ride to her motel she has traveler checks there and then you know she can be sent and pay him off and he said sure uh, we cut now to Lemmy and Angel they are uh, fucked up in the studio and he starts shooting off guns again while he's supposed to be doing lyrics which causes the board operator just to fucking run out so yeah this is all stupid yeah anyway <laughs> there's uh, no other way to say it it's just dumb Mrs. Jones is in the bathroom she's trying to like pump herself up to do that uh, to do this which is to kill this guy well and, he takes her back to her hotel yes and she's in the bathroom she's trying the bathroom to get herself there. psyched and up then while she he's realizes, just roaming around the hotel room yeah yes she realized she left her purse out there yes. she goes back out the purse is on the bed with him he says ah come here you know come here and he wants her to put on his hat so she does and she tells her to get on the bed and he gets kind of violent about yeah, she needs yeah, to put yes. on the hat and as she gets onto the bed she grabs the purse it takes out the gun and points it at him uh he puts up uh, a big front and she pulls the trigger and it is empty he has emptied out the gun so then he grabs yeah. her and starts beating the shit out of her and ties her up then uh, he we see she's kind of tied to the bed and he calls uh he's obviously reloaded the gun and he calls the, some of his buddies you see him reloading it yeah. after he lays her out and he calls some of his buddies and to pretty much perform a gang rape on her yeah this is the part where it gets a little uncomfortable yeah. she is however able to get free it gets the gun away from him uh she says she wants her son he goes i am your son and he starts making no you know nonsensical shit and baby noises. Yeah. yeah and so she shoots him dead which really makes me wish that that was her son and that it would supernaturally transform from the creepy rapey guy to her baby son that she shot her own son oh god that would have been a twist that would have been awesome that you just m night Shyamalan people's minds right well it's there's supposed to be supernatural shit going on here and none of it is actually happening that's true yeah so you know that's just something that it would have helped improve it like all of a sudden that really was her son 
as she's leaving, Tannis's uh, guys, or the guys who this guy called, uh, show up, but they don't know that it's her, and she walks past them and gets into her car. Or she fixes her car, yeah, and then gets in and drives away. They find his dead body. Uh, one of the guys says, like, what I drive all the... This guy says he drove all that way to fuck a dead guy. <laughs> so I was like, nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of surprised you didn't pull that as a clip. I mean, you literally clipped every other piece of dialogue in the movie. I know. I, I thought about it. I was like, God, that's so short, but oh, it's so good. Court would like that one too much. I'm not clipping that. That's right. I was like, yo, fuck him. <laughs> but I'm not a dead guy. Yeah. Well, uh, the guys uh, tell Tannis about the murder, and he tells the guys to go ahead and kill the baby. Yay. Jesus. Good move. <laughs> Always a good decision. Preferably uh, when it's still in the womb. We're back to more shit at the studio. Uh, Angel feels like everyone's making fun of her, so she grabs the gun and goes nuts, and they're all trying to calm her down. Uh, Mrs. Jones finds uh, Tannis, uh, finds Tannis' right-hand man, and that is our next clip. Get up against the wall. Looks like you've got something on your mind. That's my boy's. That's my elephant, but you can have it. You tell me where my boy is. How should I know? I want to know where my son is. There's a saying, those who the angels love best die young. Kid's all right. He's at the studio. What studio? Where? Starlight Studio over on West. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's over, man. Can't you see that? Tannis is sick. He doesn't even care about the money anymore. He's dying. He wants everyone else to die. You can stay with the sick man, but I've had it. I'm cashing in. You're fucking dead, man. Ah! What's he doing here? Search me. Some guy dropped him off. Friend of yours. This child is a reminder to us that life replenishes itself, but he doesn't belong here. We have to do something about it. Okay, that's going to be all right. I'm going to take care of this. Yes, the time has come for me to straighten this mess out. Yeah, you, you're going to do that. So anyway. Trust uh, the cough syrup junkie to fucking figure out how to take care of a baby. Yep. What uh, is this, the American welfare system? Mrs. Jones. <laughs> nice. Mrs. Jones. Accurate. Yes, accurate. Scarily accurate. Mrs. Jones wakes up and she is chained up while the second in command guy holds up the body of the dude that was going to help her. Uh, he, you know, was like, hey, hi, how are you doing? Uh, Tannis then walks in and explains to her that he is death. And while she may not like him now, she'll like him a lot more later. Yeah. Alright. Whatever. Uh, Lemmy finds Tannis and that is our next cough syrup induced clip. What's up, Lemmy? You want a game? That kid's out of the studio. And when you kidnapped, you gotta let him go. The kid doesn't even matter anymore. I got something better. I got the kid's mom. She's tied up in the other room. We're gonna kill her and we're gonna videotape it. You can get 20, 30,000 per day for shit like that. It's videotape revolution. It's a gold mine. Oh, you're sick. You're fucked up. You're fucking crazy. You sure you don't want a game? I'll give you why. I'm going to set her free. And I'm going to let the kid go. Huh? Ah! I, feel like, I feel like I've been sleeping. I'm just now waking up. If you're waking yeah. up, you're dreaming, man. You're already guilty of murder and kidnapping. Can't you see what's happening? You're going around the bin. First, you want to be the bad guy. And then you want to be the good guy. You don't know what you're doing. But it's okay. It's okay. Because it's all the same. It's all the same fucked upness. But it's cool, man. Go with it. Um, I'm going to do this. I'm just going with me. I'm trembling. I'm shaking. See you later, Lemmy. Lemmy goes to try to help uh, Mrs. Jones. And she has already gotten three. And she kind of throws him out of the way and grabs the gun, uh, grabs her gun from him and she escapes. 
So, and then at that point, the secondhand man was talking to Tannis. And Tannis said, I just made the queen's gambit. I'm sacrificing my queen to take his queen. Yes. So, this is where the film actually starts delivering on some of the promise for the plot lines. Yeah. It takes this long. We have what, like 15, 20 minutes left max? Yeah, pretty much. That's it. We're almost at the very end. This is the most solid part of the film. And from this point on yeah. forward, I'm digging what this movie is. Yeah, this kind of this really starts to yeah. get into it because okay. here we go. So, you remember what happened in Howard House on Highway 5? Yeah. Where we're super frustrated and pissed off. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden it does this thing and we start loving the film again. Yeah. This point in the film where she grabs the gun and she takes off and then he says that line uh-huh. is exactly the point when I went, God damn it. <laughs> he did it again. He did it again. They got us again. And I'm like, holy shit, this film is actually pretty well done. Yeah. I get where he's going now. Finally. Yeah. I totally like the whole time he's been trying to get him to quote unquote play chess with him. Yeah. This it, how about this? This probably oh. could have been about an hour-long movie. Well, we'll get there. Final thoughts. I just wanted to say, but like, yeah. I needed to point out that this is the demarcation point yes. for when I hit my final thoughts. This is the point here. Here's Follow. where it gets good. Mrs. Jones tries to get into the studio, and Angel actually shoots at her. Uh, Mrs. Jones then gets into the side door, and while the bassist is trying to calm Angel down, the bassist is able to get the gun out of her hand. Mrs. Jones sees the bassist holding the gun. It just shoots her dead. Yay! Yes. Uh, she's able to... Wanton violence. She's able to grab her son. Angel is running, and uh, Mrs. Jones heads out of the studio and shoots Angel and kills her right into Lemmy's arms. So, there you go. And here's the whole sacrificing his queen to get yeah. her, that other yeah. guy's queen. Yeah. Is uh, the cops, Lemmy's trying to drag uh, Angel around. He, they're on a bridge, and the cops, the uh, cop car sees him. He's trying to find a secluded yeah. place while she's still warm. And, oh, ho, 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 ho. But probably. Corpse fucking. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, he, uh, Lemmy jumps off the bridge to escape the cops. As Lemmy is running, he actually just happens to run into his own speech to a local group for performance arts. Oh, see, I didn't even think he was supposed to be there. I think they just didn't recognize who he was, but I guess yeah. it is like a speech it, that he was uh, supposed to give. Yeah. It'd be even more awesome if he just shows up and they're, well, go on. You, t- yeah. you tell what happens and then I'll explain why. All right. And they see and they introduce him. Like, here he is now. He shows up looking like hell, blood all over him. And that is our uh, next clip. Uh, oh, and here is our artist today, our lecturer, our speaker, a man who needs no further introduction. Some, some, some of you might be wondering why I appear before you in such a time. <clears throat> the subject I would really like to address tonight is faith. Uh, a man may be repeatedly called upon to make what the philosophers call a leap of faith. It looks very much like this. <laughs> Okay, the reason why I would like it better if he wasn't supposed to be there, they just mistook him for the guy who was supposed to show up, Yeah, is this is such a fucking takedown on performance art. Yeah. This is the part where I was like, uh, I was already kind of into it because I'm like, okay, so we have a revenge plot, and then it turns out the devil actually has been doing some kind of game the entire time, and I've been frustrated for no reason, right? Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, holy shit, that's so cool, because he he goes in there, he's like, why, you know, he does this whole speech like it's a performance art thing, he's all beat to shit, and then everybody just thinks that he's beat to shit, Yeah. made to look like he's beat to shit for the performance art. Yeah, exactly. And then he dives out the window. They all sit there for a moment, stunned, and then they start clapping. Uh-huh. Yeah. And did you notice Ox 
was somewhere in the background during the performance yeah, art too. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like trying to get pointers on how to, you know, like get closer to Zach Morris. Yeah, yeah. And hang out with him. I just want to be Zach's friend. <laughs> but Zach Morris is trash. Exactly. Uh, Lemmy ends up in the back of a pickup truck and escapes the cops that way. I love that too, where he falls into the pickup truck after he jumps out of the window. Yeah. And then he's like kind of looking around where he is, but he realizes he's hidden in the pickup truck. So he well, just kind of like. Throws a empty can of beer into the back of the truck and drives off. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. That was me. Anyway, <laughs> you were a part of this film. Yeah, I was. Nice. Even though you weren't old enough to drive when it was made. Or drink, but what that did stop me. And in Wisconsin, you were old enough to drink. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately for Lemmy, however, uh, after the truck stops, he stumbles right into Mrs. Jones, who shoots him and he falls. He is, however, still alive. And as the cops and paramedics are getting ready to treat him, one of the paramedics like, shouldn't we just take him to the morgue? He's not going to survive. He goes, and the cops says, as long as he's still breathing, he has to go. He is then in the back of a ambulance and the medic is asked about his condition. He says, he's definitely going to die. And then we see that this guy is Tannis and Tannis's henchman and they force the paramedic out and then we have our final clip. Hi, Lemmy. How's it going? You don't look too good. You pissed me off, Lemmy. All of that phony Satan shit, that false devil worship if people don't believe in me, I don't exist. You took my name in vain. I got something for you to sign, Lemmy. Look familiar? This is it, Lemmy. You're a dying man. But I can give you back your life. But what about the girl, Lemmy? What about Angel? She doesn't deserve it. You do, but she doesn't. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you two lives for one soul. Your life and her life for your soul. Okay, man. You ready to sign this? You can just mark an X. Let's forget that. How about a thumbprint? Yeah, that's good. You even got it in blood. Of course, things won't be exactly the same. I mean, they will change a bit. You'll still be able to perform, but you'll be playing different venues. Well, we see Mrs. Jones. She's back at the club, and she confronts Tannis' second-in-command. He begs her and for you know forgiveness and blames uh, Tannis, saying that he's a puppet master. We're all just puppets. He's like, we really we need to deal with Tannis. He goes, he's forcing us to do all these things. He convinces her to give her him the gun she was holding. He gets it. He takes it. and looks like he's going to shoot her. He pulls the trigger, but it's empty. She states that his friend already taught her that lesson, and then she gets out an Uzi and kills him. The same overly long-barreled Uzi we've seen the entire time. Yes, 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 yes. That, yeah, all I of think that. We've had an M16 and an Uzi, and then a revolver. Yeah, and a few other guns yeah. here and there, but mostly just the the main features are the M16, the Uzi, and that yeah. revolver. Uh, she finds Tannis, and as he gets out, she shoots him, and he falls back into his car. As she goes over to him, she takes the appearance of Mrs. Jones herself and kisses her and says he will see uh, that he will see her in hell. And uh, as she's leaving, she picks us up this necklace that looks like a key. Yeah. Yeah. That's the safety deposit yes, box key for the that thing. has. The, yeah. Yes, so she got the money. The money yeah. Uh, Angel and Lemmy are alive right now because of the deal he signed uh-huh. and they are singing again. However, he is now blind and they're singing just like in a park. And yeah, because now he it's said like, that part of the deal is the venues are going to change a little bit. So now he's uh, blind and he's begging for money performing in a public park. Yeah, and now it's all like folky, shitty folky, music that he hates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ms., we see Mrs. Jones and she's kind of just staring off into the distance. Her so- 
son's plane. She's back at home, but you can tell she's fucked. She's checked out. She's all yeah. gone. Yeah. She's gone bye-bye, Ray. Lemmy tries to walk away as they're done playing. He keeps tripping over things, and he's yelling about uh, Tannis, and he's just pissed off. Like, he yells about, why did they put that trash can there? Yeah, and then he walks he's always into a trying tree. to trip me up, you know. Yeah, this uh, started losing me again after all the love I had for, like, the brief couple of moments in between. They get up to wait for a bus and roll credits. All right, first I want to do final thoughts on David Marciano, as I think that's how that's pronounced. That's the actor who played the devil in this, right? Yeah. Now, I was first exposed to him as an actor in the TV show Do South. Do you remember that show? Brief stint in 94 to 99. Do South. Yeah. Yes. There's a Canadian Royal Mountie who was sent down to New York to extradite a criminal or something like that. Uh-huh. And then ended up becoming part of an exchange program thing where he was working in New York City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And given the old folksy Canadian, you know, politeness about everything, but was still an ass kicker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, David Marciano played Ray Vecchio, his partner, whom they replaced partway through the show. Oh, nice. The next thing that I can think of, I mean, he's done guest appearances here and there, but the next thing I can think of that most people will recognize him from, I would say the bulk of everybody would recognize him from, is The Shield. Yeah. He was one of the main detectives on The Shield. I think he was CC Pounder's uh, partner, and he was Steve Billings. Does that sound right steve billings yeah yeah were you a fan of the shield i wasn't a big fan but i watched a few episodes so at i didn't get a guy yeah i didn't watch it in the original run what i ended up doing is watching it much later after i became addicted to sons of anarchy uh-huh and it was in between Sons of Anarchy seasons, so my wife and I binged The Shield, and we got super hooked on that, too. Nice. So, yeah, and he was great in The Shield as Steve Billings. Yeah. So I, I, I uh, really liked him, and anytime they team him up with C.C.H. Pounder, because I fucking love C.C.H. Pounder. Mm-hmm. Not just because her name is amazing, but also because she's <laughs> an amazing actress, and yeah. everything she's in, she fucking owns the screen. Nice. Yeah. But And a lot of other people would see him. Like, he did guest spots everywhere else, you know, episodes here and there. Uh, he was in Red State. He was one of the fucking FBI guys. Did some guest appearances on TV. I'm kind of scrolling through his IMDb now because I'm running out of stuff to talk about him, but <laughs> you would probably recognize him from that kind of stuff. I think he ended up in, like, like he does guest appearances. He was on Bosch, I think. Yeah, Bosch. It's his Bosch. So he's he showed up a couple of places here and there, but those are the main ones. There's Due South, yeah, and then mainly as Steve Billings is The Shield. I think most people will recognize him as because The Shield got way, way more fame and notoriety oh, than yeah. anything having to do with Due South, but Due South is directly responsible for my love of Canada. Canadia? Canadia. Canadia. That's a place, right? No. Oh, it's Canada. It's Canada. Yeah. You've been taking our president's ge- geography classes, haven't you? Well, I got an app from my Steve Apple phone. Steve. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. I just want to break We're this. ending the show. <laughs> I just want to break this down on the levels of frustration I was experiencing through the movie. I kind of already talked about it. At the beginning of the film, I'm already starting to hate it, which is very much like Horror House on Highway 5. Yes. Where I'm angry, I'm irritated, and I'm really disliking it. And I'm following what's going on because the plot line so far is not so bad. Yeah. I'm like, I get it. He's the devil, but he's not doing anything very Satan-like. There's no weird supernatural stuff the whole way through it. Yeah. But it turns out... The whole way through it, it really is weird supernatural stuff. He's just playing. He's playing a game. He's playing soul chess with these people, By the essentially. Way, real quick, the chess pieces, you notice how almost all of them look like dildos? I didn't really think that. Yeah, I did. Of course you did. I'm like, everything's a dildo. Shut up. Are you talking about penises? I am for once. Or oh, at least he's looking for Wang. Or at least phallic symbols.
nipples. And we're back to dicks. Back to dicks. <laughs> what a bag of dicks. Yeah, but in all seriousness, when they get to that point and they've been hinting at the chessboard and he keeps trying to get him interested in the chessboard. And at one point he even says, you can play white. You can be the good guy in this scenario is what he's saying to him. And I'll play the black yeah. and we'll see how this goes, which he's been playing all along since they shook hands and since they made, well, ever since he heard ever him sing that song about the devil's song, song yeah. Yeah, the devil's child or whatever it is that pissed him off my big gripes about this and the writing wise for the devil is there's a few times where he does nice things to help someone out yeah like letting that girl leave now but all that was kind of ends to a means to an end too yes because like you could tell lemmy was getting like i'm not going to sign anything or or even do any agreement get the fuck out of here because that girl was causing issues if you're going to go by the levain style of satanism in one of the in like his writings for the actual satanic bible can Consent is like the whole of the law with them, but it's also do what thou will. But you know, you will take the consequences for what you do. Mm -hmm. But one of the things is, you know, you're not supposed to take somebody against their will. It's got to be about the lust. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's why I always want you to sign on the dotted line. Yes. So it's all enticement. It's all about you know drawing you in that way. So I can see why she wasn't really wanting to be a part of it. So they were. He was going to let her go. Okay, totally fine. But this devil was not evil enough for me for a lot of stuff that he was supposed to be the devil. And it's not Ray Marciano's performance that's the problem it's the writing yeah there's a lot of decisions that the devil makes but those complaints that i had the whole way through the film when i realized that he's been playing chess this whole time then i'm like oh wait maybe i need to rewatch this just like on house on horror house on highway five mm-hmm. and see how far back that actually gets set up and if that's the case then i need to kind of rethink my hatred of everything except for the way that the music scene is portrayed and then the fact that the guy's named lemmy <laughs> Yeah, right. So, like, all of those complaints go away. So, it still has those strikes, but they're not bad enough to where my complaints I had about the devil have kind of gone away by the end of the film. Yeah. And, like, the more I think about it and the more I think about the structure, I hate to say it again, but I think this one's pretty brilliant, too. (laughs) I fucking hate that I feel that way. But, like, if they found someone that was more coherent in their directing style, this has the potential to be a really cool, like, Tales from the Crypt episode when they were, like, 45 minutes. We just need a little bit better acting. Well, yeah. Yeah, like I'm saying, like yeah, more, that's more only there, but it was so bad it took me out of it. I'm talking ideas wise, okay? Because the acting was super bad in Howard House on Highway Five, but the rest of the movie was so inept, so weird, and so over the top. And by the time the guy's like, you know, got a break in his head and he keeps like running into stuff, you're totally in love with it. Yeah, you know, you can definitely see where the guy's grown as a filmmaker. It is a better made film. It's a better shot film. It's a better planned out film. Script wise, the story is a much better film than Horror House on Highway Five. Mm-hmm. Of the two of them, I'm gonna watch Horror House on Highway five way more though yeah <laughs> but i will re-watch this and i real will give it another shot in the context of thinking about how the devil played chess the whole entire time because i did have that revelation while i was thinking about it at work today and it yeah. did make me think about it which except for feed the light none of the other movies we've covered in the last couple of weeks have really made me think about it. yeah like feed the light i was really trying to figure out what was going on there yeah blood for Irina and queen of blood i was really trying to figure out why the fuck i even am what, keeping that blu-ray why are we doing this to ourselves yeah, yeah. but i mean overall, we are a couple of machinists <laughs> i'm not jumping on that i'm just gonna <laughs> just ignore it yeah. all right but overall i did really like this film i do want to watch it again and i do want to kind of see what's going on in the behind the scenes and stuff but my interest interpretation though what was going on with the woman he was also kind of damning her soul as far as i was concerned yeah and when he transforms into her after she shoots him oh yeah that was the point she's going to hell yeah she went too far and basically became the thing she hates she became evil she killed especially the bassist she killed an innocent person Eh. the bassist didn't do anything Eh. 
Yeah. Well, how about she killed someone who hadn't done anything to her? She killed someone who hadn't done anything directly to her. Yes. yes. But the basis was there. She had a gun and the woman didn't know and she was just defending but, herself. Yeah, but at the same time, she Punisher didn't rules apply. But not for the devil. Devil's going to take her, though. Well, her wrath. The whole entire wrath process she went through of killing every single person that took her husband away from her. Or took her child, too. Well, yeah, and kidnapped her child. Like, that mommy vengeance quest thing is the most endearing and enjoyable part of the film for me because I love a good revenge film. (laughs) Yeah, right. those 20 minutes of revenge film are really well done, and I really wish this guy would have taken a crack at a good revenge film. But the way that he does it, it'd probably be some weird shit in a Nixon mask that no sense at all. In, like, the last three minutes of a four-hour movie, we would have had a little bit of vengeance, and then it ends... And you're sitting there like, why? Now you're starting to sound like you're making art house films. <laughs> which you need to go back to the performance art and yeah. the beret wearing and the yeah. chugging cough syrup. Hey, the cigarette holder? Yeah, definitely a cigarette holder with a broken cigarette in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah it's course. not even lit. No, not lit. Not even lit. Never Just for the lit. look. Just broken in there. Just for the look. Don't light it. <laughs> <laughs> you have any other final thoughts on this or are you nope. ready to pull the chain? I'm ready it? to pull the chain, man. Uh, but I, I liked the last 20 minutes of it. I thought it was brilliant. And I think your your estimation about it being about an hour-long film would probably make it better. If it were an hour-long film, this would actually have been pretty concise and good. Imagine this plot line, but like with the revenge and everything where he's damning all of these souls like yeah. he's doing, but like 45 minutes and it's a Tales from the Crypt episode would have been perfect. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You could have done some really cool stuff with you, the ideas Yeah, you've done film. some good stuff with yeah. that. So like you talk about a car... The part, like the the whole, is not as worth as much of its parts or whatever yeah. it is. In this film, the actual film itself is not as worth as much as the ideas and some of the individual pieces that are executed. If you chop it up and just take the little good bits that are out of it, you got a really cool movie. There. Yeah. Unlike Horror House on Highway Five, which was so unbelievably inept and horrible, the whole way through it, it came around to being brilliant and really <laughs> kind of entertaining. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna take another break here. We're gonna play a promo for a podcast that really wishes it was featured on a better show. No, it's not our it's, show. A better show than ours altogether, just in oh, general. Oh, like well, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah, not just this show wasn't as good as some of the other shows that we've yeah. done. This is equally as shitty as everything else that we've done. Oh, okay, good. This is just a, they would wish they were on a better show that I, other people actually listen to, so they can get more. Numbers. I understand that we suck. Play the pro. Hello, this is Rod Barnett, the host of the Bloody Pit, the podcast about eclectic film from across. The Decade. On The Bloody Pit, we've covered Godzilla movies, Doctor Who movies starring Peter Cushing, The Outer Limits, Fu Manchu, Doc Savage, old radio shows, my favorite movies of all time, a Lucio Fulci film or two, 1970s science fiction movies, and a long series on the films of Italian maestro Antonio Margariti. So if you're curious to learn a little bit about some of the stranger areas of cult film and television, join me and my rotating group of co-hosts on The Bloody Pit. You might even learn something about Coffin Joe. And that's scary, people. Very scary.
Fuck yeah, man. Hell is definitely not what it used to be. Take Woo. it from me. <laughs> no offense to, you know, our Dark Lord and Master, Tannis. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tannis. Yeah. You know, if Tannis were real, I would like to make a deal with him. Yeah? What would that deal or be? Or her. I don't want to be sexist. Yeah, I know. Why do you got to assume Tannis' gender? Well, I'm assuming that he would want, or she, or oh, oh, they. I'm oh, assuming they, they would want my immortal soul. Yeah. So, no, I mean, really yours? Yeah. Uh, it's prime real estate. No, it's not. It's, it's a little threadbare. I mean... <laughs> what are you trying to say? That he, they already own my soul, and therefore it's not worth as much to them? No, I'm saying nobody wants to own it. It is just so broken down. It's just nothing's there. You know, it might be like a prophecy situation where a soul as dark as mine could end the war between heaven and hell in the See, favor of whoever collects it. I don't even think it's dark. It's literally nothing. <laughs> I have no you soul? You have no soul already. Well, in order to replace where my soul should be, give me some psyop news. Is a perfume for people who want to smell like semen. I got Botox in my scrotum. Does that help you produce that? I think so. Your cum will probably taste better. I uh, could also help some folks out if they really want to smell like semen. A Vice article. Uh, oh, of course. Yeah, right. Uh, we have uh, certain preconcessions with thinking about perfume. It's fragrant, pretty, and generally pleasing. Perhaps if you're feeling daring, you might opt for something more lushly seductive. But it's usually thought of as an ornamental, luxurious, slightly pretentious, if not a little boring. That or they just had a bukkake mouth party. Uh, perfume advertising largely features on challenging, blatant, aspirational celebrities. Uh, perf- Everyone will be coming on my face. They usually prefer perfume names donate uh, like a floral or agreeable characteristics. Wow, this is really flowery language, really padding out this fucking clickbait article. I know, right? Gee, a jizz drinking game. You certainly don't see, or don't, you certainly don't expect to see perfumes with names such as Fat Electrician or I Am Trash. Uh, <laughs> I want to clip that. America is a bunch of cunts. Is that another name for a perfume? It should be. Uh, but that is exactly what one unusual uh, Parisan perfumer has. Parisian? Parisian? Maybe pulling it Parisian. just to pull it. Parisian uh, perfumer has decided to call two of their scents. I think that's going in the spank bank. This perfume uh, is designed to literally smell like sex. Blood, My HPV will sweat, kill what ails you. saliva. That's what sex smells like? <laughs> no, I don't know. Apparently to them. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't know. It's all covered up with all those scented candles. <laughs> Always looking for Wang. Scented candles are really the unsung hero of orgies everywhere. I think that's going in the spank bank. Talk about orgies. I'm excited. Yes. Now, every time I smell a scented candle, that's all I'm going to think about is how it's covering up an orgy somewhere. I'm uh, advocating corpse fucking here. You really need scented candles for that. Yes. Yes. Really big time. The loving three-way with a corpse. That's my kind of orgy. All right. There you go. Finger bang a girl with a corpse hand. I'm all for it. They really led me in with this fucking title. And now I'm just this whole article is actually just. Can we just pull horrific. the fucking chain on it and just say that we're never going to read a fucking vicey clickbait yeah, article I'm again. Never, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I'm never doing that again. I got Botox in my scrotum. That was fucking horrendous. I'm taking another dick. I've had seven dicks inside I'm of me. I'm taking another dick. Oh. Coming to me! Everyone will be coming on my face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tears are good lube. OMG, a jizz drinking game. <laughs>
All right, I'll play your favorite. Shut up. Are you talking about penises? It is my favorite one now. <laughs> That's great. Uh, come on, Matt. I still think this is my favorite. Booty juice, booty juice. Gotta have it now. That is a really good one. But it goes in with... And on your rectal passage. Blood jizz. Booty juice, booty juice. Gotta have it now. My asshole actually sweat. Booty juice, booty juice. Gotta have it now. And on your rectal passage. <laughs> Uh, by the way, that one was shared by uh, Robert. Okay. Shared that to the wall. Thanks for sharing that, Robert. Sorry we didn't read the whole entire thing, but Spicy is clickbait as shit, and we are running low on good time for this stuff. Yeah, right. It's just, uh, that was bad. Yeah. Uh, here, there's more semen news, though. Uh, Wait, what? There's more semen news. Clip. Yeah. World's oldest semen makes ba- ba- makes sheep babies 50 years later. Our boy Witch posted this from yes. Witch versus the Doomsday yep. Clock and my show with him, Obsessive Cinema Discourse. Yes. Back in 1968, researchers froze ram sperm in liquid nitrogen. Circle jerk! Circle jerk! Stored it in a laboratory. That or they just had a bukkake mouth party. It has now been defrosted and used to get uh, Merino ewes pregnant. This is not the sickness with which I am down. (laughs) We believe... Fucking a caribou. Fucking a caribou. Don't threaten to cut off my cock for $60. They believe this is the oldest viable stored semen of any species in the world, and definitely the oldest sperm used to produce offspring. Fucking a caribou. State's animal reproduction specialist, Jessica Rickard. Your cuddle probably tastes better. At some point in time, you went to college, you're like, you know what? I really want to be an animal reproduction specialist. Did he stick the needle down his pee hole? Is that how they got the sperm? I don't think they would do that to a Jessica Rickard. He must have an incredibly long penis. Yes, this project involved inseminating 56 ewes and 34 were successfully impregnated. You know how it's pronounced ewes, right? That's what I just said. Ewes. It sounded like you said ooze. No, I said ewes. I'm sorry, the two youths. <laughs> the two youths. <laughs> All right, maybe I'm just mishearing you. Uh, the reason... Uh, or you're just mumble stumble. I am probably doing that too. A fucking punch drunk over here at this point. <laughs> Without any of the punches, that's the part that makes me sad. Uh, <laughs> Gotta love a girl who can take a punch. The researchers say the live birth rate was as high as for sperm that has been frozen for just a year. Hey, bro, I can't get it up. The lambs were born with distinctive body wrinkling seen in sheep from the father's time period. It's going to cost you some serious The wrinkled body style has been selectively bred out of merino sheep over intervening decades since it's made shearing difficult. OMG, a jizz drinking game. That's interesting, man. I mean... Yeah. The only thing that terrifies me about this is there's a reason why evolution works the way it does and why you know, wow, this wasn't really evolution. The reason I have those wrinkles is they were bred out on, on I know, purpose by I know. people. But what I'm saying is all of the things that have changed over time for us to adapt to our environment, if we go back to a very ancient being that hasn't adapted to that time frame and start fucking around that way, yeah. we're losing any of the benefits. They'll be shocked by Facebook. Yeah, that's true. Well, and they'll be old and fucking cranky and unbelievably yeah. racist by genetic code. Yeah. Like all the stuff that we've tried to progress and come forward from. It's just basically like that's how you get a President Trump. I just want caveman lawyer. <laughs> I just want Phil Hartman back. Uh, yeah, right. That's all I really want. <laughs> I'm just a caveman. You know what? 
if your fucking around with old sperm can give me fucking Phil Hartman back, then you go for it. <laughs> yeah, you give us Phil Hartman back. But God until then, you work on the fucking genetic cloning and the mind mapping. Welcome to Phil Hartman Park. No, 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 no. Yeah, but a bunch of Phil Hartmans running amok would be a hilarious uh, no, fun time. No, that's a comedy movie. It's not even like scary at all. They're just all doing different impressions. Everybody's running around hugging Phil Hartman, talking about how amazing he is and yeah. how much we hate his wife who killed him. Yeah. And oh. Andy Dick, who got her hooked on the coke, allegedly. Yeah, fuck, fuck Andy Dick. Anyway, I mean, no, even no one that, fuck Andy no Dick one fuck ever Andy again. Dick. After yeah. that, never yeah, again. Never again, because he's got it's a gonna, lot of things. It's going to be dry for Andy Dick from here on yeah, out. Yeah, no more getting his dick wet, please. No more pleasure for Andy Dick at all because of that. Yeah. Allegedly, that's his fault. Fucking Phil Hartman was the best. I miss Phil Hartman. Me too, man. God damn it, now I'm just, bummed out. Just in what kind of fucking world this could be right now, Phil Hartman still be doing TV projects and probably be hilarious. Oh, fucking, he would have probably eventually became a producer. Yeah. And can you imagine the stuff that he would have been able to produce? And just think of all the voice acting he could still be doing right now. For fucking Futurama. Yeah. Like he used to do for The Simpsons. Yeah. He would have still be doing Simpsons, Futurama, and who knows what other projects he could have had by now. I know. I know. Ugh. God damn it. Fucking pisses me off. Well, I guess what we're trying to say is fuck you, Andy Dick. Fuck cocaine. Fuck cocaine. Fuck cocaine. That's not good stuff, man. Yeah. It's yeah. bad. <laughs> Makes you feel bad. You want some coke? No. <laughs> no. No. But yes. <laughs> I'm going to hook Matt up with some cocaine while we take our final break here. I'm going to play a promo for a podcast that really doesn't want to be associated with Matt's <laughs> no, cocaine binge. No, no, no. <laughs> Have a little bit of music here that's befitting of Hellbent. And when we come back, we will finish out this shitty fucking show. Want to learn more about horror directors? With a lighthearted look at three of their movies, meet fearless podcaster Gore Blimey. I've been unsettled by bats in the past and startled by parrots, and I've even been known to jump at the odd cockatoo. Discover horror films that are classics, and others, too. There's a topless aerobics massacre, an exploding rock singer, cannibals, nude martial arts, a deep fried But it's not all silliness. You'll get proper movie breakdowns, opinion, and background information, too. Yep, in the 80s and 90s, Jeff Stryker was huge in gay porn. In every sense. So if you're a horror film fan, come and check out the Trilogy of Terror podcast at strangeanddeadly.com or find it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or on your podcatcher. One of those people that has a certain charisma and a certain style, and I'm just hoping one day he'll rub off on me. The Trilogy of Terror podcast, where we try three times harder to give you the willies.
I hear tell that the devil is, in fact, not a loser, nor would he be my bitch, unless that's how we're going to be playing this time around, if you catch my drift. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Mmm, sexy. Sexy time with the devil. Yeah. Now that's the kind of soul-selling you can get behind. Yeah, woo. <laughs> Talk about soul-sucking. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, zombie, prepare the creams. <laughs> Well, you can find some creams on our landing page, <laughs> legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops. All the creaming you want is right there. Oh, God. <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can post memes about the creaming on our Facebook group, mm. Cinema Psyops. Who's one? Be inventive and don't get zooked, motherfucker. Who's first for getting creamed? <laughs> you can also find me on Facebook. I am Court Psyops. You can also find Matt on Facebook. He is Matt Psyop. He's the plank that is saying brutal that's all yellow and jaundicey. That was clearly stolen from like what Ed Ed and Eddie Eddie where the fuck well, is that the, from? The plank is from Ed Ed and Eddie, and then the face on it is from um, ah fuck what was that heavy metal cartoon? Uh, uh, Metalocalypse. Metalocalypse. Yeah, because his face brutal. and he says brutal. So it's completely uninventive. No, it's just, yeah, it's yeah. just a, you, you literally just found that on the web and said I'm using this. Yes, <laughs> you suck. Yeah, I know. You can email feedback to Matt sihopmat at gmail and tell him how much he sucks. They do. <laughs> You can email feedback to court, cinemasyopscourt at gmail.com. Tell him to lay off a mat. He's doing the best he can with as lazy as he is. That's very true. I am doing the best I can. Or as lazy as you are. I, I would say I'm lazy. I would say that I'm very lazy. <laughs> okay, I didn't see where you were going with that, but as long as it took you to get there, I now realize exactly the point you were trying to make. You can twit a couple of tweets to a couple of twats on the hate-filled shit fest. That is Twitter. I'm at court underscore psyop, and he is at psyop Matt. You can also tweet. Twitter is such a toxic fucking place. That's why I keep calling it the hate-filled shit fest. We also have an Instagram where I am currently following all sorts of alt models, tattooed women, Betty Page, lingerie models, all sorts of crazy shit like that. Your Instagram is pretty much a porn page at this point. For me to be able to follow things, yes. But (laughs) what I'm posting there is mostly photos of the cats and then some stuff having to do with the podcast Yeah, yeah, what you're following mostly. When you pull up Instagram, it's Uh mostly porn. When people pull up your Instagram, it's cats. Yeah, that's exactly how I like it. (laughs) It keeps them guessing. That's cinema underscore psyops. I'm following all sorts of, let's just say, alt models and lovely ladies that are usually trying to hit me up on the instant message immediately to get me to subscribe to their Patreon feed. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Or like IMing me to see if I want a private video chat show for like $5,000 or something (laughs) like that. That's a heck of a deal. $5,000. Yeah. Yeah. It's in yen, so. Oh, wow. Either way, you're getting a fistful. Yeah. And while you're out there grabbing a fistful all by yourself, folks. Kick the fuck out of this week and beat the fuck out of that shit and make it your bitch.
doesn't love a prostitute so much that you cut a piece of yourself off and send it to her. We've all been there. We've all been there. I understand the need, man, but I'm not writing a song about but, it. Listen, we were all teenagers once. <laughs> I'm going to have to deal with that soon, too. My son's 15. <laughs> At least you're hiring the hooker for him this time. Well, listen, not yet. The last one made him cry. So... <laughs> So I gave him his first beer. He was uh, nine. He was, well, listen, I thought he was, I thought kids back then were more mature than I was, like more emotionally ready for things. <laughs> what do you want from me? I never said I was a perfect parent, but at least I didn't sell him for parts. For lack of trying. Anyway. <laughs> Lord knows I tried to sell him for parts. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Amazingly, we're still friends. Yes, we are. <laughs> Only because the deal couldn't go through. Well, no, mainly because you have such a disinterest in my life that you kept using the address that was right next door to me so i just got to watch people go walking up to my neighbor's house so that's great <laughs> you're so disinterested in my life you don't even get my address right okay now be poetry yeah, that too is far. bad i'm a little worried yeah. i'm a little worried about that i want to have that happening to me mostly because that's a horrible career choice and also a bad style of poetry i remember one time i injected 16 marijuanas and uh when i woke up uh there was a beret next to me and i knew i had to slow down <laughs> By beret, you mean a person wearing a beret? No, that was after 18 marijuanas. That's 16. 16 was just the beret, and I think I was wearing it. That's bad. <laughs> that should never happen. You see me wearing a beret, get me into, like, the AA real quick. So essentially you came to and you were part of an artist commune? I was. <laughs> I had one of those, like, tiny little sunglasses. Like, there was all the way in the bridge of my nose. I had a really doucey soul patch. <laughs> so now you're the lead singer of fucking Blind well, Melon? Well, I mean, with less than the heroin, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> you just... Just wish you could have the access to heroin that he had. <laughs> right, no shit. That guy had all the fucking heroin. Exactly. Ugh. If he would have shared it, maybe he would have lived. <laughs> maybe he would be dead right now. It could just be one-hit wonders because their music sucked. So anyway. They had two hits. <laughs> two hits? I can't remember the name of the second one, but they had at least two <laughs> The video for it was fucking badass. Yeah? Yeah, it was when he was on his real spiral downhill. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, those are always the most, uh, the the best uh, creative moments. (laughs) Look at Al Jurgensen. His best work is when he's trying to kill himself on fucking heroin. Yeah, right? Jesus. Oh, man, okay. Uh, Oh, and by the way, since you started doing clips, or you're going to be starting to do clips, I'm doing outtakes. That's why we're fucking off and having more fun. Awesome. That's what I would do if you stole from me. No, you wouldn't. Well, wait, stole what, though? <laughs> Legal property. You'd probably, like, pursue the law. Oh, yeah, like cops are going to do anything. Not cops. You'll just go to civil claims court. You, you, like, bypass the cops completely. Yeah, because old cops are bumbling dummies. Yeah, thank you for that. You're welcome. Now, if it's some of the other things, then, yes, you will definitely murder somebody because you can't go to civil court for that. I mean, how do you even civil court dungeon with whips and chains? I don't even know. Well, if it's all legal tender property, then you can definitely, I mean, I don't have a dungeon with whips and chains what are you talking about sorry sorry i broke the fourth wall uh no i just can't afford it yeah <laughs> well yeah you spent all the money on podcast equipment god damn it i knew i had one masochistic <laughs> tendency and i had to waste it on this <laughs> you could either have a dungeon or a podcast studio but not both technically they are both <laughs> gang takes the baby away and then kills mr jones the gang took my baby away they took it from me it's the kkk took my baby away yes and that's what you reminded me of when you said that Uh, i had to explain that to you because much like the beatles apparently you don't know anything about the ramones that's very true (laughs) i know of them but i don't know everything (laughs) about their songs at least i know who they are (laughs) i bet you if i played a ramones song you'd be like yeah that's the ramones
Jones. Probably. Maybe. Maybe. If I played I Want to Be Sedated, you would definitely recognize no, that. No, I'd probably know if you played a Ramon song. I would hope. They would be. They, they have a very distinctive sound. Yes, but it's also been stolen by like a shitload of punk bands afterwards. So we're back to where uh, we started. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. There's a whole There's a whole bunch of punk bands out there that are going under the name of Ramon's Core. Okay, but at least I know that the Ramones are a band. You know, I'm not sitting here and you go, well, it's, it reminds me of the Ramones. I'm like, who are the Ramones? Never heard of them. Who are the Ramones? <laughs> who are the Ramones? Are they anything like the Raviolis? I don't know. You lost the plot. Get back to the notes. I know, right? It's not even like my great idea that I had when I was stoned, because I am super creative when I'm stoned, and that was the uh, the beer-fed uh, sprinkler system. It's just great. Hot day, turn on the beer sprinkler, get some beer in you. Now, when you say sprinkler, do you mean like for your lawn? Yeah. So the beer is what the plants crave? Yes. Yes, it's got what the plants crave. It's got it. This is even better than the idea you had for pure grain alcohol and a fire retardant system. Oh, no, that was a winner. I just have to get the retardant system going. <laughs> they already make those. Just fill them with alcohol. Oh, yeah. You bombed. <laughs> you can see why this is a bad idea, though, right? No. Anyway, <laughs> I, <laughs> everything's fine. We're going to be great. Uh, All right. I will not be investing in that. Then he grabs yeah. her and starts beating the shit out of her and ties her up. All right. Thank you, movie. Which part? All of it. Oh, no. Court. Oh, wait. Not willing participant. Bad yeah, movie. Yeah. Bad but, movie. But yeah. Close fist punching a woman. It's not cool. Depends upon whether or not she likes it. Gotta love a girl who can take a punch. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It'll be an I'll take. It's fine. It's fine. We'll uh, take it way out of context so people get even more upset yes, about it. Yes, that's exactly how we do things on this show. That's how it works. They, right. they don't bother me at all. Cause I know quite